Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith and Miss Get Fit with Jay. Hello everyone. Professionally Fit is dedicated to African American female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and their enterprises without sacrificing their health and wellness. On today's show, we have a special post-holiday episode where we'll be talking about how to detox, not just physically, but also in your business as we ramp up for 2017. Jay, how was your holiday? It was great. I I had some tofurkey for mm. the first time. Okay. And it's surprisingly, uh, my sister brought some tofurkey. And so I had a real Thanksgiving dinner. I had, um, you know, my, my niece made the sweet potatoes with no butter for me. Uh, she brought, my sister brought the tofurkey. Then they made the greens without any any animal products. So I was, I was really happy on Thanksgiving. How nice. was yours? Mine was really good, too. I also had... I guess it was tofurkey. Mine was called turkeyless turkey. So I don't know if it's the same thing. I'm assuming. I don't even know if it was really called tofurkey. I, that's what I call it. Just assume it, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I uh, got a turkeyless turkey from Trader Joe's. Um, my mom made me some dressing without any of the meat or without using the uh, chicken broth. And um, I made a vegan macaroni and cheese. And it's funny because Troy and I just made greens last night. So. <laughs> We were able to throw that with it, but it was really good. I had a full yeah. meal as well, and so um, now everyone's like, "I get it, kind of." Yeah. Detox. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> I was hoping that you were gonna say, "I get it." You don't want salad, you know how you know people just, oh. like how your mom made the dressing and things like that. Right, but it's funny because my dad made me some beans. Like everybody loves his beans. He makes beans really well. So, but this year, my uncle requested that. He make um, a pot of beans and bring them for Thanksgiving, which he did. And so I asked him ahead of time, like, hey, can you make me some separate beans or whatever? I tasted my beans, and it has to be the blandest beans <laughs> I've ever had. And it's funny. So you're right. I'm People trying. always think when you're plant-based, all you eat is salad and, yeah. you know, plants. But also, they think your food is bland and flavorless. Like, right. you couldn't add a little seasoning <laughs> no, to these no. beans. You said you didn't want it, so I didn't give you. <laughs> right. I said don't put the meat in right. it. I put the flavor in it. But it just goes to show sometimes how we really don't believe food can be flavored without meat. Right. It's exactly. so interesting. So, uh, I had to doctor it up a little bit, add me a little salt, add me a little garlic, you know, um, to my beans. But I was still happy to have them prepare for me without meat. So, no oh, complaints. No. Yeah. Oh, no. um, okay. So, tonight we're talking about detoxing. I figured this was the ideal next step after Thanksgiving because everyone is like, I'm starting on Monday yeah, when those leftovers are gone. Mm -hmm. I'm getting my life together. The typical. Exactly. And we'll play along. You know, okay. we'll, yeah, play, yeah, yeah. we'll play along. And because um, right hopefully there's at least one of them out there that really meant it <laughs> this time. And um, <laughs> this Monday will be different, right? And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about detoxing. So. Um, but first, wait, what? what? You almost let it get past me. I, I can't did. believe it. You caught me slipping. It's the holiday. You know, that's for everybody's excuse. It's the holiday. Right, right. We're all off our regular routine. So, yeah. wait, what is our segment, guys, where we, Jay and I, pull something from the previous week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? <laughs> so, tonight, my wait, what is real basic. I got two short ones real quick. So 
um there's this vegan group that i'm in on facebook and recently a young lady posted in the group a letter that someone wrote to yo play yogurt company okay and they wrote to the yo play yogurt company and asked um how is their yogurt made what's in it did you read that one yes i did and Yo Play wrote back, and the letter was basically like, Dear Mr. Muhammad, the gelatin in our yogurt is sourced from beef, and the gelatin in our frozen yogurt is sourced from pork. And then somebody posted the letter, and everybody was really shocked. Now, if you're not plant-based, because I didn't know before I became plant-based that gelatin was right. made from animals, um, usually pigs. And so, but everybody was really shocked, like, oh my God, I'm not eating dairy i'm not eating yogurt anymore and blah 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 and um so it was kind of a wait what for everybody else (laughs) but you know i was just reading the comments and things like that and you know everyone started talking about all the things that pork are in like Mm -hmm. oh you guys not hip right one person was like i I guess it's a well-known fact that jiffy their corn muffin mix is made from animals like i guess it's gelatin in there or whatever it's in it but it's like a well-known fact that you don't eat corn muffin mix jiffy's mix if you're plant-based or trying to avoid animal products um and then somebody else was saying marshmallows and then um wow i know and then a lot of different types of candy um, obviously, I guess when you think about it now, it's not something you probably think of at first, but a lot of different types of candy is made with a gelatin too. So if you're plant-based or aspiring to be plant-based, trying to transition your family, guys, you really have to read, yeah, definitely. um, and research and dig mm-hmm. a little deeper. If you don't recognize an ingredient that's in something that you're about to eat or feed your family, you should look it up. Don't just assume that it's mm-hmm. okay based on the brand right um we go hard about dairy on here all the time and how bad it is for you um so it wasn't a big shock for yogurt but for some people it was so i thought that was pretty interesting very interesting yeah especially Um, about the marshmallows i did read that yeah i didn't go any further because i know when you read labels uh gelatin is you know sourced from an animal right but i could imagine how shocking that would be to people who did not know that yes yeah. And, it's, and it's disappointing as well to know that, you know, that they know that they are misleading people. Um, you don't consider yogurt to be something that you have to watch for for pork. Right. You exactly. Don't consider, you know, your shake. And that I think that's kind of misleading to people. But that's why you have to read your labels and know what they mean. Don't just read them know you know what they exactly. mean exactly so i agree yeah, take your time to do that yeah because even if you're not plant-based some people just don't eat pork or some people are vegetarian and still eat dairy but don't yeah. eat meat so yeah. yeah you're right definitely okay that way what you first oh you you did your <laughs> i thought that too i my next one is kind of inappropriate but it's hilarious so on thanksgiving uh we play this game called Cards of Humanity. Have you ever played Cards of Humanity? Uh, yes, and I've been requesting this game for years. Okay. Yeah, little shout out to everybody who never got me that game like I requested. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I love Cards of Humanity. For those of you that don't know, it's a very simple game. Um, everyone who's playing, they get five white cards, and all five of these white cards have, like, typically these really inappropriate phrases on them. And then one person gets a black card. They read the question on the black card, and everybody puts. So this particular black card, when we were playing this round, said um something that will ruin a kid's field trip okay a kid's school field trip and so everybody had to look at the white cards in their hand and put in one card 
you know, and it's, you know, just typically funny answers, right? So it was a lot of us playing. So there was a lot of white cards in a pile. And finally, the person who was reading the white cards and who was going to decide on who the winner is, um, picked this card. Now, the whole, everybody that was playing was family and everybody was typically like fun, but my mom was playing too. And pretty much the whole game, she was just shaking her head at everybody. Like she yeah. just got into her Christian moment, yeah. right? And she just started shaking her head when he, she heard some of the answers and didn't want to be involved and didn't even want to, you know, read anything. And she mm-hmm. was just like, mm, 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 basically like y'all out of control, yeah. right? And everybody, it's even funnier. The more she disapproves, the more <laughs> hilarious it's becoming. And so this round, the question was, you know, something that would ruin a kid's field trip is blank, right? And so the winning card was said, um, destroying that ass like a Palestinian village. Now, it don't sound funny right now, but trust me, in the moment, because you know how the energy is, people yeah. are reading a card. Laugh and having a good time. Yeah, and so um, the, the winning card was destroying that ass like a Palestinian village, right? And so at the end, you know, whoever won, got to say who won. What was it? My mom's car. The whole whole room went crazy. Like, wait, what? She's dying laughing like that's all I had. (laughs) Oh, innocent. No, No. it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. You're busted. You're just as horrible (laughs) as the rest of us, mom. And so it was so funny. And um, it, it reminded me instantly of like Kevin Hart when he talked about cussing out his teacher, <laughs> yeah. and everybody was like, "Oh, he said she had right. no nipples." So, <laughs> so she's cracking up like what? But anybody, anyway, she just yeah, like, "Well, honey, you're just as bad as the rest yeah. of us." It was welcome. hilarious. Welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, so that was my way. What, like, really, ma? Really? So, yeah. <laughs> so that was my other one. Yeah. Okay. Good. Wait, what? Yeah. Mine um, are. Two wait what's and I'm gonna keep them short. I'm gonna seriously keep mine short. Okay, okay. My first wait what is so you know we're doing the minimalist theme, and I realize that I do not want to not have anything under the tree for my kids. I realize that I like the whole look, uh, you know, the whole feel of them waking up and opening their presents mm-hmm. and running to go and being in their pajamas and us sitting around the tree. And I, and I decided I don't want to give that up. I just don't. This, you know, I just love it. Because okay. on last week's episode, you were saying basically you're not buying, not buying gifts, gifts this year. and things like that. Okay. So okay. I was like, wait, what? You love that part of Christmas. You just don't like the whole overconsumption of products. Right. So I decided what I was going to do is I am going to wrap them presents, but the presents are going to be the different names of places we're going to go. So I'm going to uh, write out, like, to, you have a ticket to Cedar Point, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have, like, the laptop there because my kids never been to Cedar Point. They don't know what Cedar Point is, so I'm going to, okay. like, say, pull up Cedar Point. Okay. And I'm going to let, you know, my daughter, she's 10, so she's a, you know, great reader, you know, read with Cedar Point, see all the things like that. Okay. I'm going to wrap up two tickets to the water park and things like that. Okay. So they still get to open these gifts, and then the cool part is they're going to um, get to decide. It's going to say, you know, a weekend trip of your choice. Uh, within like you know four hours from home uh-huh and they're gonna whoever you know gets the weekend trip they both probably will they get to decide where we're you know what weekend and where we're gonna go we're gonna decide like as a family yes you know because usually weekend trips are pretty fairly simple and fairly cheap yep and we need to do those more you know let's go to indiana or you know see what they got going on in indiana or chicago this weekend or something like that so i'm still gonna do the um 
the the things, the the gifts, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be in the same concept of not buying products. Right. So that was my wait. What like I love you, it. You love this. Like wait, what? How you not gonna get your kids gift and, and you you know you enjoy that so much? So you're still gonna enjoy the experience, but the mm-hmm. gift is also gonna be an experience. Exactly. Instead of being just another thing to collect. Exactly. I love so, it. So yeah, laptop will be there and they'll get to see and stuff like that. So perfect. That was, yeah, that was my wait. What? And the second one was. Getting my piercings this weekend mm-hmm. and, you know, the reactions of people. I got my eyebrow pierced and I also got my nose pierced. This is something I've been wanting to do for years. One of the things that held me back from doing it uh, was simply um, the number. The top reason was, you know, a job. I didn't know exactly where where I would be if I would go back into, you know, working for someone and mm-hmm. the interview process and things like that. And, and I just didn't know how people would uh, view having, you know piercings on your face but i went and got my piercings this weekend a nose piercing and an eyebrow piercing yes and uh i love it i love it mm-hmm. and um but my husband and my sister was like um why are you going to like he was so outdone like i just think of an alternative lifestyle when you get piercings he's like i picture like you know like a rocker or things something like that and mm-hmm. i'm like well, everyone knows that I'm, like, not a rocker, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. Um, I was like, this is more, you know, the whole, li- like, if I was like, well, you're not that, you're not in the world like that. You you have, like, a limit, limited, because he's not on Facebook, he's not yep. on social media, he's not, he's been working with the same people for years. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's not broad enough. You think of rockers. Right, so based I was on like, just what you've seen in yeah, TV. Yeah, I'm like, and, no, yeah. I'm more of, if, if I had to give it a group, it's more of the hippie, vegan, you know, bohemian, earthy. earthy. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not the rocker. And so when uh, my sister knew I was going to get in, I guess she thought I was just talking. And so she called, as soon as I sent my niece a picture of my tattoos with the hashtag, who going to check me, uh-huh. <laughs> my sister called. As soon as <laughs> I sent. got tattoos too? No, with the piercings. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, piercings. Okay. okay. She um called me, and I was like, "You must have just heard my uh, you must have just felt it because I just sent her, you know, her daughter a picture of my uh piercing, saying, "Who gonna check me?" You called. She's like, mm-hmm. "Send me a picture of your messed up face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not messed up. <laughs> I just can't believe you. Why would you do that?" And my thing, and here's my weight was, I. I don't understand, and you know I've been like this forever. I don't understand why people are afraid to cut their hair, afraid to get it locked, afraid to do get piercings, afraid to do something that they can just undo. Yeah. You know, afraid mm-hmm. to dye their hair. I'm just like, just do it if you don't like it. Just don't do it. Right. You can just. <laughs> it's very. I simple. can understand the apprehension with a tattoo because that's more permanent. permanent, right? But if you want your hair, I hear people all the time. I want to lock my hair, but I'm scared. Scared of what? I want to dye my hair, but I'm scared. Scared of scared of what? So it's just like, wait, what? You you want to just do it. What do you really have to lose? If I don't like the piercings, right? I'll, I'll, I can take them out. Yep. So, yeah, but I love the piercings. They're, they'll be here for a minute. Yeah, I, um, as do I, and I agree. It is. But you know how people are just in their comfort zones. People are really, really scared of what other people will think of them. You know what I mean? That's kind of the cool part, though. You don't know what to think. That's cool to you. <laughs> That's cool to you, but people, like, live and die by their image and how they're perceived. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They live and die by, by by perceptions of others. Wow. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So you, know? you host back something you want because you're afraid to be yourself, really, and show people who you are. Yes. 
Yeah, it's, it's quite simple. Yeah, it's quite simple. <laughs> I'm like, and quite, well, why would you? I don't understand. But, man, we were probably all guilty of it in one area of a, or another. You know what I mean? It, it, I think it, it's not necessarily across the board because some people could do crazy things in public, but they wouldn't come out and say they're gay. Like, it's, I think it's, it's not universal in every area of your life, but um, just like I had an issue with drinking syrup in a public restaurant, like Troy just turning up the syrup bottle, yeah. Uh, like, and now it's like an ongoing phrase in our lives when I'm just drink the thinking syrup. about not doing something. Troy's like, just drink the syrup. Because I'm like, what are people going to think if I just yeah, pick up the syrup yeah, bottle that is true. in the moment? But also, I'll go out and I don't know, you know, move to another country by myself or quit a job, a corporate job that I have for four and a half years and cash in my 401k and not care. So I think it's just... Levels. It's levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's but levels. You know, I can understand someone being a kind of apprehensive, apprehensive of traveling the country by themselves uh, versus on, on the lighter, like a really... This is like level one, what I'm talking about. You it's know? not. Getting a piercing on your face and dyeing your hair or locking your hair. Locking your hair is really not light because, like, I remember Troy's, um, one of his cousins, who's actually married to a white woman, um, when he first got with this white woman, her dad, now, of course, he already had dreads, but her dad came to him and offered him money to cut his dreads off. Wow, really? Yeah, now... So my my point to the story is not that he didn't want to do it because obviously he already had them and they were pretty long, but that the way people look at them, people are aware of how people perceive things. So, and then um, I read an article recently about um, jobs basically telling people they can't have dreads or um, putting a ban on dreadlocks, you know, f- to work there. And this natural hair blogger that I follow, she was actually uninvited to a natural hair conference because she had dreads and they reached out to her and like was like we no longer want you to be on our panel because your hair really doesn't fit into um the type of audience we're gonna have there and she had just started locking her hair so that goes on to a whole nother topic right yeah right it goes to a whole nother topic but i mean that's why people do it because unfortunately these incidents happen on a regular basis where people are shunned because of their appearances Right. So, like... Yeah, but a lot of the people here... We can move on in one second, but a lot of right. people here, we have the freedom to do where, what... You're a lot of people here, here where? At my... At my... Uh, oh, at your job. job. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. At my job, you know, we can wear what we want, put wear piercings if we want, want tattoos if we want, you know. So, they have the freedom, and they're still like, uh, no. But, okay. Moving on to the topic, because <laughs> we can really go on about, yeah. you know... Yeah. And not to mention, it, even so, though... Because you and I talked about this with your job. People at your level look the same. When you go higher up, they start looking a little different, right? It's a yeah. little more whitewashed. It's a little more conservative. Right. So they also might be thinking upward I'm mobility up. might not be an option for me if I get face piercings or dreads or dye my hair bright pink. True. True. So, I mean, you know how it is, unfortunately. Yeah. If, yeah, if you're not owning your own business or whatever, you're still kind of have to adhere to what they want. And you know what? <laughs> I said, was going to move on. That is very true because I was thinking about the collars and having my own table somewhere and thinking about how people would perceive me, uh, you know, walking you were up selling to me your if products. I was selling my products. Mm-hmm. And I was even thinking about like, you know, kind of maybe putting my hair over this eye or something like that to look a little bit more professional. No. Yeah, because I don't know if people will be like, uh, like my, you know, I was surprised when he said that the alternative lifestyle. 
And some people are selective like that when you're it comes right. to But that makes me things. sad that you're already thinking how you can cover it up because it might hinder. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you so can't even that, enjoy it. Yeah, you're it. right on that. You're right on that because I was like, wow, you know, I don't want people to automatically not take me serious. You Like your hair is, who knows what color my hair will be then. Right, right, right. And you have face piercings. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. It's a sad world. Right, you can't express yourself physically without some type of repercussion, unfortunately. Because we assume uh, things about people who look really clean cut and yeah, lame. unaltered. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, so, so I guess the lesson in that is people are going to make assumptions either way, mm-hmm. you know. And so we kind of got to kind of get over ourselves and what, um, I, I, I do have one final thing. I'm sorry. I know you, but one <laughs> final, because me and my mom were just talking about this the other day, so... And uh, I was finishing up my application for this pre-med um, program at the University of Michigan. And in my per- in my personal statement of interest, I had to talk about what basically inspired me to want to go to medical school and, and my experiences. And in one of the paragraphs, I wrote about how there aren't any African-American um, female physicians that I have been able to find with my same philosophy been able to find with my same philosophy about pretty much marrying conventional medicine with um holistic medicine and so everybody that i've been learning from on my own are pretty much white males or white females and so that is part of what sparked my motivation to want to go to med school yeah and okay uh, but so i called my mom to read everything to her and she was like i don't know if you should put that in there she was like i don't know i don't know what they'll think if you say there's basically nobody that looks like you. She's like, um, you know, you might basically want to cater a little more to yeah. the panel that we're assume- we're right. assuming what their looks like in the first place. Because I don't know who's, you know, right. reading these mm-hmm. applications. And so I was like, I was really struggling with that. I was like, Ma, I want to go in here honest and be myself. Because if I start with my uh, sim- the simple application process, I wonder if some part of me throughout the entire schooling is going to feel like, Lisa, don't hold show back. your hold yeah. back. You know, don't do, don't be power to the people. You know, don't wear your bantu knots. Like, how far am I going to go with not being honest about I'm doing this because black women need to show up in this space? Right. And so, by the end of the conversation, she was because she was like, Lisa, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Maybe you should ask somebody else. And we kept talking about it some more and some more. And by the end of the conversation, she's like, you know what? Leave it in there. Send it just like that. She's like. Don't be, don't, don't, basically, like, I apologize for saying it. Yeah. Like, don't be sidestepping for them. That is why you're doing, why you're doing this, so that's what it is. Yeah, to show up, right. Right, but it's so crazy how that conversation is even necessary. And should I necessary. talk about my blackness, you know, or yeah. should I hold back because of what they're going to think? So, I mean, or whether you get. they may put on Exactly, because yeah. I can go in there with the most customized business suit Hair just right, whatever. Not the you know, customized business. <laughs> the customized, the fitted boy, okay. the, the tailor, just tailor. Showing out. Oh, right. tailor. You know, yeah. for my interview and and be all clean, like, or you know what I mean. I can be with my natural, have a shirt with a fist on it. Like how, like, at what point do you decide is too much or too little? It's really hard sometimes being black, trying to really. It's almost um, like you have to wait till you make it a little bit to show your black. And that's you know. You know, just like Lisa Nichols did, the real prominent speaker, known all over the world. Her first meeting, no, I take that back. The the, the speaker I told you about, uh, 
the one that's in Beyonce's song, she showed up with the black The feminist. Too. The feminist. Yeah. And she said, you know, that was her last time. She said the suit was even ugly, but she wanted to look like everyone else mm-hmm. and fit in and be respected. So. Right, right. Yeah. Man. All right. So people are going to think they want to think either way. So show up and show out. Okay. Off top. Yeah. Off top. Off Got top. I, that's that's how I decided to live my... It's too much, it's too much stress. All this guessing what they're going to think. And low key, these people be... Under their business suits, tatted down to the wrist, down to the ankle, and can't wait to get off to, to pop their nose the ring back in. So you might be appealing to somebody you don't even, you know what I mean? So yes. why, why front? You know. So anyway, I think we're supposed to be talking about detox. I, I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is that is kind of detoxing, detoxing off of people's opinions because what that d- does translate into is stress. And yes. that's one of the things that's on my list from detox. But we can go on um, and talk about detoxing. Are we going to start with detoxing for business or detoxing for the body? We're going to start with detoxing for the body. Um, and so we're going to shift now into let's put on our trainer and nutrition hats <laughs> on um, and talk about how to detox from... <laughs> So I'm laughing right now, guys. Santa is walking down the street. So okay, I'm sorry. One final interlude. This is so funny. So on Thanksgiving, we're downtown Detroit recording this. So we're just watching all the passersby. So we're getting yeah. motivated by people that we see. And uh, Thursday on Thanksgiving, it was so nice out. Troy and I came out to the parade. Right. So I'm still kind of you know really in my you know power to the people mode, especially post. Trump being elected, and the uh, if most people don't know, the grand finale of the Thanksgiving Day Parade is when Santa comes out, and so the that's how you know the parade is over. Santa comes out on a sleigh with all the reindeer. So when I saw Santa come out on Thanksgiving, I just got really upset. That he was... Yeah, because he's white. Okay. Now. Yeah. Because in every store you go to, historically, even most people in their houses, if they have something of Santa, he's white. Yeah. And if, for me, it was really a thing because growing up, my mom absolutely refused to buy a white Santa. Yes. Absolutely. Yours too? No, she did. But I am talking about myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she absolutely refused to buy a white Santa. So on Thanksgiving, when this Santa, and, and I'm looking at all these kids in the audience, especially the African-American children. And I'm just like, man, this is what they see over and over and yeah. over and over again. You know, so even when they go pick out like baby dolls, they pick out white baby dolls. It's just like, yeah. that's just their default. And now they think Santa is supposed to be white. And I was just wondering how many people in the audience were like leaning over to their kids like, your Santa is black. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's funny because I just had the conversation with my son and I just told him, listen, I don't even know why the subject even came up. I was like, Jesus is not white. Santa is not white. The two fairies is not white. He was so shocked. Wow. I said, no, 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 they're not white. He's like, he was so shocked. He said, well, what color are they? Black. That's what color they are. He said, they must be purple, blue. Blue. Uh, <laughs> give me green. Girl, when this Santa came out on the Thanksgiving parade, I actually yelled out, my Jesus, my president, and my Santa is black. <laughs> we so much alike. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, what? I don't know. Nope. Everything, everything. Troy, Troy like pipe down. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Is that, yeah. Was that Other people out here, right? I don't, I don't bow to that Santa. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you. I'm so sick of it. Okay, I mean, we have like the hundredth year of the parade. That's that's. Sad. Come on now. 
Okay. All right. We're moving on. Detox room. Detox. Detox, Detox. From, from turkey and dressing. All right. I'm yeah. ready. Okay. All right. So. Bring it down. We need a. Here okay. are the signs that you need to detox. Uh, unexplained fatigue. Irritated skin. Allergies. Puffy eyes or bags under your eyes. Bloating. Mental confusion. Menstrual problems. Anything you want to add to that list? Um. Nope. That sounds good. Yeah. So those are those are pretty much the signs. Rarely do we think that we need to detox when we have allergies. Rarely do we think we need to detox when we have fatigue and things like that. Constipation. We're constipation. Yep. We're not programmed. We weren't taught to think about how to holistically approach these things. And detox is one of the ways that you can approach, uh, you know, healing and restoration of the things that you're lacking in your body. Most of us go by the fact that we just binged on crap all weekend and we probably need to get it out before we even experience some of those things right you know what i mean yeah and and also environmentally you're binging every day on things you're binging on the things you shower with and things you put on your skin so externally you're binging on things internally you're binging on things so we're going to talk about how to remove these impurities from your body today yes uh do you want to start off with the first thing yeah, and one of the first things I'll say is what detox does not mean. A lot of people think detox means eating less. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, like, let me just, uh, I'm only going to have a small smoothie or something for breakfast, and then I'm going to have a light lunch. Um, so a lot of people sometimes think means, thinks detox means eating less, um, but it's sim- one of the it kind of does, but it means eating less of the bad stuff, not just eating less in general. Right. Um, and one of the signs that, you know, someone is really, really healthy on the inside is often through their skin. So because your skin is the largest organ on your body, um, if someone has really clear and healthy looking skin, it's typically a sign that they have really clear and healthy looking insides and intestines okay. as well too um so that's a kind of an indicator to know if how if you're doing it right because you're the last place that toxins come out of is your skin so once that starts clearing up it's safe to say that that inside is clearing up as well so one of the first ways to detox and one of the simplest is through exercise and sweating yep for sure sweating is a natural way that your body eliminates toxins it really pains me sometimes when i hear women say they hate to sweat. I know it's an uncomfortable feeling. You feel gross. You feel stinky. But it's keep in mind that it's a naturally occurring bodily function. Right. And its function is to rid your body of toxins. So sweating will be, um, sweating. working up a sweat will be my first one. Okay. Yep. So one of the things that I have is eat plenty of fiber, including, you know, like brown rice and things like that. And this is, uh, will increase you, your bowel movements. A lot of times I will hear, should I go get a, you know, get it removed? Should I get an enema? Is that what it is? Uh-huh, a colon then, cleanse. A colon cleanse and things or take laxative. Your body, if you eat a lot of fiber and drink a lot of fluids, you're, you don't need a colon cleanse. You don't need to get an enema. You don't need to take any laxative, which is harmful to your body. You need to just eat more fiber and uh, and do it naturally. Getting some of the toxins out through your waist is one of the ways that I would suggest. Yes. Yeah, definitely getting the toxins out through your waist. And eating whole foods to do it. Not going around to try to find the fastest, 
easiest way because to if you if you're detoxing you you're trying to get healthier hopefully yes you're not doing it for a quick fix hopefully right so do it the right way and and this these habits can continue just because you need to really really detox this week it doesn't mean that you should stop next week you know you may just not have to do it as much so that's one of my suggestions is to eat more fiber yep and that's the best suggestion hands down guys leafy greens um and fresh fruits and vegetables are full of that fiber that will help to clear you out naturally. You yeah. should not be taking any peel or drinking any tea that isn't natural from the earth. If it is made in a lab, it will take a lab to digest it. If it is made in a lab, it takes a lab to digest it. And so your leafy greens are really excellent because they also contain chlorophyll. The thing that makes uh, the greens, give the greens their green color is the substance chlorophyll and chlorophyll helps to clean your blood out mm -hmm. so detoxing on the inside highly recommend the leafy greens specifically believe it or not parsley and cilantro i remember watching uh one of my favorite documentaries on netflix called um hungry for change and they talked about detoxing with cilantro mm -hmm. which helps to uh, remove some of the metals in your body like mercury if you eat a lot of fish or even if you have tooth fillings, um, some of that mercury can get inside your body. And so get having a diet that's high in cilantro will help get rid of those metals. And then parsley helps to clean your butt, blood and freshen your breast, breath. Parsley is really high in chlorophyll as well. Um, my next one would actually be water. So uh, filling up on uh, fiber, working up a sweat. There are top two ways for detoxing. The third one would be water. So water, but most people know this, but most of us are simply not drinking enough water. You should be drinking half your body weight in ounces of water. So a 150-pound person will be drinking 75 ounces minimum of a day. A little more is perfectly okay. Um, and then you can always flavor your water with fresh fruit and vegetables, but also some of the benefits of flavoring your water with like lemon, lime, cucumber, mint. I've even recently heard celery. Um, is by it helps to alkalize your water even more so it really freshens your water and helps to alkalize it which helps to eliminate the acidic environment in your body so working up a sweat leafy greens and water you have another yeah method? lighten up your toxin load such as detoxing off of alcohol coffee cigarettes refined sugar and saturated fats also lighten up your load with the things that you put on your body we want to give you the things that you want to do, but also it's about taking away the things that you're unnecessarily putting, um, you know, e extra added things that you don't need inside your body. Yep. So just lighten up your toxin load. You don't, you can make it a week. If you can make it a day, try to make it two days. If you can make it two days, just try to extend the amount of time that you're putting those toxins in your body. Also, uh, lighten up your load with the people that cause you stress around you. I know that we always hear this question when we say, you know, stop being around people who stress you out or stop, you know, hanging around certain people. And then people always ask, well, what about family? Family too. Uh-huh. Matter of fact. Especially family. Especially family. Because family tend to think that they can sometimes say what they want, treat you how they want, ask you for what they want without any regard to how you feel because we're family. Mm -hmm. And blood is thicker than water, as they say. Um, not all the time. You know, you can create your own family, the people that add positivity into your life, mm -hmm. people that make you feel good about yourself. So lighten up that load as well. So that's my tip. Lighten up the toxic load in your life. 
Yeah, that's really, really important. That was going to be my number one most important way to detox is by not retoxing. A lot of us detox maybe for one week or three days or whatever, five days, and then we go right back yeah. to introducing those bad habits. And my question always becomes, what was the point? I never forget. I had a client who told me, Lisa, I'm about to do the 10-day green smoothie or green juice detox what do you think about it and I was like I think it's great what happens on day 12 and she was like no it's just I was like what happened on day 11 she's like no it's just 10 days and I'm like exactly Exactly. what what are you putting in place now to ensure you're not going to need to detox again in two weeks so that's my thing and then one thing to be really mindful of as Jay said about retoxing is that your body's protective mechanism to deal with toxins is to coat them in fat So your body actually uses fat to protect you from the toxins that you put in your body. So what happens, believe it or not, and I never thought there was a bad reason to get rid of fat on your body, but I found one. When you're losing weight and trying to burn fat, because Mm -hmm. you're getting rid of that protective layer, it actually releases those toxins back into your bloodstream. Okay. So if you're trying to detox and then you're also trying to lose weight at the same time, it is especially important to make sure that you are not retoxifying your body because you're doubling down on those toxins because you're getting rid of that fat. And so that protective fat is now going to release those toxins into your system. So a great way or something that you should definitely be incorporating into your diet to ensure that you're getting those toxins that are being released into your liver is by consuming gel. gel- so gelatin-like foods that, so for example, chia seeds, algae, uh, seaweed, and aloe vera. When they get wet, they turn into like a gel. Yeah. And then when they get into your body, they're able to bind to those toxins and then get passed through you. Um, and so uh, incorporating those aloe vera, that seaweed, um, that aloe, and the chia seeds into your diet. Because when they get wet, if you mix them in water, you'll find out they create this gelatin-like consistency which is able to bind to the heart to move toxins and get them out of your body. So that's really important, especially if you're uh, in the mode where you're losing weight now, working out extra hard and get ri- getting rid of that extra fat. Okay. My last and final um, tip would be fasting. Fasting is important for numerous reasons. Yes. One of the reasons that it's important is because, like I said, to detox, off of the things that you don't need. So you have no choice but to detox off the things you don't need if you're fasting. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be drinking alcohol. You're not going to be eating refined sugar. You're not going to be eating saturated fat because you're fasting. Also, this uh, rests your other organs, and it allows the liver, uh, it stimulates the liver to drive the toxins from your body. Also, when you fast, according to Lisa, you you have a better connection. Mm -hmm. You you think differently, you're more relaxed, you're more connected with the world, the, the earth. I know that might sound, sound far-fetched, but give it a try. Uh, I, I believe her. I believe what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and that will relieve some of the stress. Yes. So when you fast, you, you will help your body just on so many different levels, not just because you're not eating. And also with the water, it, it, it incorporates everything we said, to detox, to drink the water, to relieve the stress, and all of those things. And then if you add exercising so do you exercise when you fast yes okay i do however for people who are new to fasting i wouldn't recommend it okay because sometimes i go too hard and i do feel dizzy and i have to slow down all right yep all right so that's my that's my final tip yeah that was on my list as well 
Um, fasting is really important. And there's different types of fasts. You can research or go back and listen to our past episode about fasting. But um, fasting, you have to be careful with as well. So depending on how long you're going to fast, um, in preparation for that fast, you might want to even begin to slowly begin to take some of those bad foods out of your diet. Because if you eat whatever you want all the way up until you start your fast, when you stop consuming food, because your body is not working to digest that food, all the bad things that you were eating up into that fast are going to release and be released into your bloodstream all at once. And you can have some really harsh side effects. Um, I had a, I have a colleague who says she drinks a ton of coffee and stuff right before she fasts. And she always talks about how her days of fasting are horrible and feel bad for her. And, and I was telling her it's because of what she puts into her body right before she fasts. Her body has nothing else to work with but the synthetic materials um, during that fast. So be really careful with that and go back and listen to our past episode about fasting. And finally, detoxifying the mind. And you do that with sunlight, fresh oxygen, affirmations, and great sleep as well. So uh, when you're detoxing internally, make sure you're not missing the mental aspect of it either. Just literally getting out in fresh air and standing in the sun for a few minutes every day will make a major, major difference as well. Okay. Good tips. Good tips. All right. So finally, we're going to talk about detoxing from your business. Okay. Yeah. So um, we'll go through this really, really quickly, but I wanted to talk about to our fit professionals out there who are entrepreneurs or executives who are working on their business. Um, and how to make sure that you're not just clouding up your body with junk, but unnecessary stuff in your business that's not helping you to be productive. And one of the first tips with regard to detoxing in your business is getting rid of people, clients, and staff who are not contributing to the business or who, or who are causing more stress than they are um, success. And <laughs> Okay. I would say get, if you are a type, the type of person that gets distracted easy, easily or procrastinates or put what you have to do and what's necessary last, make yourself a schedule. This is what I do for myself now. I make myself a daily schedule because I know that procrastination is just one of the things that I do well. So I make myself a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. So yeah, I make myself a schedule and I, and I follow it as if someone else gave it to me, as if it's mandatory because it is. Yep. Very important. I love it. Um, that's really, really important is being tuned into what you need to do. Um, also, so that was on my list, time management. So that's a part of that, scheduling things that need to be done and not overwhelming yourself. Um, I use my Google Calendar to schedule things. And then I also have a manual calendar on my wall that I use to write in tasks. And I used to just put, you know, tasks, everything that needs to be done. I'll just put it on the next day. And, and I'm like, I need to stop doing that. I need to pick like three or four tasks to give myself and just focus on those for the day yeah. so that I won't feel like, oh my God, I didn't get as much done as I planned to. So be realistic about your scheduling and your goal setting. Um, so that means when you're creating your schedule, make sure you're first knocking out the tasks that are going to create the most momentum in your business, whether that's generating leads, whether that's um, marketing, whether that's generating sales, whether that's follow-up, whether that's upsells. Those are the things you should be working longer on. I remember one time I was creating um, some content for something, and I was just spending an astronomical amount of time trying to figure out what font I wanted to use. And I looked up, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is such a waste of my time. 
but so be tuned in to how much time you're spending on yeah. things that are not as productive as other tasks. Okay. Um, so that time management is huge. Also, detox your physical space that you work in. It is so important because I live in a space that's wide open. Like I can literally see my kitchen from my desk. Then I, it, my, the dishes have to be washed for me. The table has to be cleaned off. Like literally a clean physical space actually helps to create a clean mental space. Yes. So detoxify your physical space and only surround yourself with things that um, are going, that you need for that task at hand. So you don't have distractions for one. But that also help you think a little clearer. You can mm-hmm. find your pen or your scissors whenever you need to right away. You mm-hmm. know, you can. That means also your phys- detoxing your physical space also means detoxing your computer. Shut down tabs that you aren't using. Your Facebook tab mm-hmm. shouldn't be open. Your YouTube tab shouldn't be open. Detoxify all that space. Get all that open, and you should only be working on and seeing things that you're working on. Okay. Limit your social media, please. And thank you. (laughs) Social media. And I mean Instagram. And I mean Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I mean Twitter. Everything. And I know some of you are business people and you connect with people through Facebook and Instagram. But that's not an excuse. Have yourself a certain time or a limit set, you know, a set amount of time to be on social media. Because just like the the girl who we went to go see for the book, what's her name? Awesomely Love. Yep, Lovey. Yep. Yep. She even, she, she gets distracted by social media. Yes. Even though her job is social, social media. media. Right. But you do what you need to do and then your finger gets just, you know, oh, yeah. scrolling. Oh, yeah. So you can use that as an excuse. Do what you need to do and then get back to business. Definitely. And Jay and I recently... Um, found this cool app called Off Time, O-F-F-T-I-M-E, Off Time, that you can download, and it helps to block out apps for a certain amount of time for you. So if you don't trust yourself to stay off of social media and scroll and things like that, then there's plenty of apps, and that wasn't the only one I saw on there, so there's plenty to choose from, that you can download on your phone, and you can select the things that you have access to for a certain amount of time. So um, that's a great way to monitor your social media time as well um one more thing i'll say about detoxing in business is detox some of those expenses which aren't bringing you closer to your goal or helping you to um, produce more revenue if you have a for-profit business um it's really important that we're not spending money on things that are unnecessary i recently went through this where i just went through all my profit and loss statements for this year and calculated my you know net income based on how much I spent and um, I went through and started just doing a really serious detox and the expenses that we had and I've been getting getting ready to get so many things and I'm like you know what we don't need this and I've been researching less expensive options for some of the systems that I do use and I've actually mm-hmm. eliminated a major expense doing that so even if it's something you've always used and you've learned the system so well, it, it, it probably won't take you long, long to relearn something new if it's going to save you money in the long run. It's definitely worth it. So detox on those expenses because what that does is take less pressure off, or you, off of you every mm-hmm. month um, and you're able to then take on clients that you want to work with uh, versus having to take on business that you have to because you have to cover the bills. So detoxing your expenses to actually write down your fixed costs versus your variable costs and where some movement can be made there. Okay. Yeah. So those are our tips for detoxing um, both 
your health and your business guys we'll be back next week with another episode here on professionally fit and we look forward to giving you all the deets with regard to health wellness fitness nutrition business and lifestyle until then see you later be well